Welcome to the What to Expect While Fostering and Adopting podcast show. If you're a foster mom on the journey to adoption, already adopted, or somewhere in the middle, trying to figure out how to navigate the foster care system, wanting to grow your family through adoption, trying to balance everything, or stuck in that space of all things unknown, you're in the right place. What if there was a way to fast track your knowledge, prepare you for the good and the hard, and somebody who could answer that long list of questions I know you have? Hi friend, I'm Christy Marie, biblical mindset coach, adoptive mom, and previous foster parent of 77 children. Yep, you heard that right, 77 kiddos. I'm your host, and my goal is to help make your journey a lot easier by sharing my best tools, techniques, and skills that helped me pivot from foster care to adoption, fully surrender, and trust the process. I'm about to bring some calm to the chaos and show you how to navigate through this journey with a whole lot of grace. So go grab your cup of coffee and let's jump in. Have you ever went to like a mom get together, a mom and kids get together, or maybe you're out with your spouse, or maybe simply you're meeting somebody new for the first time and they say, tell me a little bit about yourself. And you say, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a foster parent, I'm an adoptive parent. You guys, I had no idea that after 10 years, when I walked away from the foster care world, that my entire identity would have become that I am a foster parent. I wore that like a literal badge of honor. And when I walked away from foster care, I literally wore it like the scarlet letter If you read that book, The Scarlet Letter, and she wears a literal letter on her chest, I had walked away from the foster care experience of 10 years, 77 children, our two adoptive daughters. I had walked away with so much pain, trauma, self-doubt, insecurity, because who am I now? Who am I? What would I do with the rest of my life? I had spent... 10 years being a foster parent. And I had no idea that during those 10 years, it would literally shape my soul into that of being a foster parent. Prior to being a foster parent, I used to work in the cosmetics industry. I was a stay-at-home mom with my boys. And I never, if somebody would have asked me, tell me about yourself. I would never say, I'm a Clinique consultant. I would have never said that because I didn't identify as what I did for my job. As hard as that might sound, foster parenting was my job. Did I also look at it as a way that I was serving and making an impact on the world? 100%. But I was being paid to help care for these children. These children weren't mine. They weren't. And when I began to take on that shift of my identity, and that is all I talked about, thought about, and I feel like I was literally breathing the foster care world. Is there any of you out there who feel this way? You go to bed thinking about, was I a good enough foster parent today? Was I a good enough mom today? Did I do all the right things? And I know some of you are in that journey where you're looking to foster to adopt, or you're looking for that forever child, or maybe you have that child in your home right now, and their plan has already changed to permanency and you're on that adoption route, I know you know that feeling where you want to be 
perfect. You literally don't want to do anything wrong. You want to be above reproach. You want to make the perfect meals and have the perfect house and you want it to follow the perfect schedule. I remember I used to watch like Instagram videos for different moms who would have multiple kids at home and so they would separate food and clothing into different containers and they would try and meal prep, you know, all those things, right? That on social media made us look like or made them look like they were the perfect mom. And I literally ran myself ragged. And that's because I didn't realize that my identity had literally shifted from I'm Christine to I'm a foster parent. And I don't know where I got lost. If you've ever heard that analogy or that story about there was a frog and you could put a frog in a pan of cold water and it's happy. It's jumping around, it's enjoying its life, and then you turn on the heat just a little bit. The frog won't notice that the water is slowly warming up, and that's exactly what happened with my identity. I lost mine, and that's what I wanted to talk about today in this episode, because friend, I don't want you to lose yours. I want you to have other things that you're doing. I want you to take care of you so you don't become what you are doing. After those 10 years were up and I said, oh my goodness, I am 37 years old. Our two daughters are already adopted. So we had our two boys and our two girls. What do I do with the rest of my life? I don't know if you're like me. I know there are some moms out there who just love being stay-at-home moms. I have always been like a born entrepreneur or motivated to achieve and do something outside of the home in addition to being a mom. Like I wanted my cake and the frosting. I wanted all of it and the decorations. And I tried to be a stay-at-home mom and do nothing else. But honestly, I got super bored and then I got really depressed. I know some of you guys might understand that my heart is truly to serve and make a difference and create an impact. And I sat there at that 10-year mark and said, oh my goodness, now what? Do I go back to college? Because I had completed almost my associates in college before my husband and I got married. And I was one class from getting my associates or one term, I can't remember. And I had made the decision that I was gonna go get a job because I realized I really loved, again, serving people. God highlights our calling all the way throughout our life and I didn't realize it then, but I loved helping others. I really, and I loved coaching people. And so I got into what you would kind of call like a management of Clinique Cosmetics working for them. I loved it. I really loved it. And so that was just my passion before I had my boys. It was truly there that I felt like I had my husband, I had my job, but I had me. I loved making jewelry. I loved going out with friends. I loved, uh, my husband and I used to love watching home improvement television shows and dreaming, you know, maybe remodeling homes. There was more to me than working for cosmetics. That's not who I identified with. But in the foster care world, when you become a foster parent, I truly don't believe that there's any other way for you to do it other than 150%. There's just not. Because these kids come to you, these families come to you, these caseworkers and attorneys and causes and so many people 
come to you within this system. And your job is to help serve, support, and love on these children and truly impact and help change their life and their family's life. But this is where I want to offer you a different perspective. What if you could be that incredible foster parent and you could still do a hobby on the side or you could still go out with your friends and you didn't talk about foster parenting when you were with them or maybe you had like a side hustle or maybe you belonged to a cooking club or a bible study or really anything where you were not submerged in the foster care world what i realized when i was a foster parent is all my friends that i had very quickly were foster parents i didn't have any friends or any community support that was outside of the foster care world. So I literally became that boiled frog that the water had turned up so hot and I was boiled and didn't even know I was in boiling water. So my worth became, became rooted in how many kids could I take? How perfect of a foster parent could I be? How accommodating could I be to caseworkers? And when I look back at the root of all of that is that true desire to have a child is where it was birthed. You can go back and read in the Bible. There's a lot of situations where women wanting a child drove them to extreme measures. And I can't really remember that it turned out quite so well until God made it right. And it was truly that desire that led me into the foster care world. And I wanted to be perfect. And when it took over everything of who I was, I wasn't as good of a mom to my kids because I was trying to prove myself because my whole identity was wrapped up in being a foster parent. So I would encourage you to have friendships that are outside of the foster care world. When you start getting to the point where you're feeling the pressure, that you take a step back and you say, what actually is going on here? And maybe you took one more kid than you should have. Maybe you are driving to one too many visits that you can say, you know what? I need to stick to my boundaries and this really isn't working for me and my family right now because I'm losing me. Your foster kiddos and your adopted or biological or whatever children you have in the home, they need the absolute 100% best you. And I didn't realize it, but I had, it, I had become not the best me because I had lost me. I don't know any of you guys who resonate with this and maybe you've lost yourself in a journey because you were so passionate that you made trades. You made trades on what boundaries, lines you would allow to be crossed. You made accommodations to what kind of meals you would allow to be prepped in your home because you were just too tired. Or I believe it started with the hours of sleep that I didn't get anymore and I was so exhausted so I just wasn't my best self. I was relying on caffeine, caffeine, and more caffeine and that's not the best me and then soon my health began to suffer and my brain began to suffer because I wasn't taking care of me. My identity is something that after 10 years of fostering, I hired a lot of coaches. I have spent a lot of time in the network marketing space. And so there's a lot of different coaches that I knew of. And, you know, when I looked at, should I go see a therapist, which I did, but should I spend all my money seeing a therapist when, when you broke it down per hour and whatnot, I could hire a coach who could help me with a very specific area for a similar cost. So I chose to explore the coaching route 
I hired a lot of coaches to help me find what was missing and how could I fulfill that piece and what was gone, what had been taken because I allowed it to be taken. And I spent about three years working on hard stuff, which is honestly pretty amazing for being a foster parent for 10 years, taking so many kids. It's hard not to take on the trauma that comes with your kiddos and just the horrible stories and the pain that they've gone through and just the difficulties of some of the children and not being able to fix it. I think being a foster parent truly pushes you in every single emotional area that you didn't know that you could possibly be pushed. If you've ever heard that saying like, they push all my buttons. Oh, they will push buttons you didn't even know you had. That is where I guess you could say became a protection, right? So. I wanted to be a better foster parent constantly, every single day, do better, be better, look better, show up better, because then maybe there was a way that I could help these kids better, and it took everything out of me. So as I spent all these years working through coaches and going to therapists, I realized that my identity could only be found in Jesus, and that he made me perfect, even with all my insecurities, and that he actually intentionally made my insecurities. That way I would need to lean on him when I felt anxious. And one of the things that as we took more challenging foster kids or we got more kids was that I wasn't able to go to church anymore because our church nursery, the church childcare was not able to care for the level of kids that we had. That's not their fault. It's just that it wouldn't work. And I couldn't think of another way to solve the problem. And it was just easier to say, we can't go. Now, looking back, I would have said, oh my gosh, they have um, one-to-one support or nannies that we had at the time. Why wouldn't I just hire a nanny to come over during that time? And then we could go to church and they could stay home and be comfortable. I wish I would have thought that because I probably would have had less healing to do if I had Jesus by my side, especially even just one time a week. So I would challenge you to stay connected to people outside of the foster care world in addition to what you're doing. I would challenge you to find an activity, a hobby, or something to do that fills your cup so that your cup can be drank from, from the kiddos in your home. Your cup needs to stay full so that others can be blessed by you. So if you are truly struggling to find that balance, I encourage you to take steps to gain it back. Take back what the enemy has stolen and stand in who you are. You are more than a foster parent. You are more than an adoptive parent. Yes, are you those things? Yes, but that is not all you are. You are so much more. Hey friend, I hope that you loved today's episode. I pray it blessed you and helped you see that you have a friend in your corner who truly understands what you're walking through. If so, would you share this episode with someone who's been praying for a breakthrough in their own journey? It would also bless me big time and help others to find this podcast if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also submit your questions, topics that you would like covered and find a community of like-minded mamas in my private Facebook group by searching what to expect while fostering and adopting on Facebook. See you next time.